Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. I just have to say before we start to uh, Jose and Dr. John, who are in Detroit right now doing some sort of training, F you two. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So listen up. Who knew to navigate to get a carry permit in the state of New Jersey, you would need a degree in algebra to be able... (laughs) To be able to follow a Boolean chart. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, exactly right. My team <laughs> spent six days deciphering the eight scenarios oh, that God. we now have so that you could navigate it. It's on the Gun for Hire website. If you click it, all eight scenarios are there with the links. Now, of course, ANJRPC, Dan Schmutter, Scott Bach, Evan Knappen, et al., we all got together. A lawsuit was filed with Judge Bum that this training is, you know, out of control. <laughs> and within an hour, she granted a motion. She reopened the case. Hey, look, the good part is we now have powers of arrest. Oh, yes. So. But now we'll have a, a pre-TRO scenario. That'll be nine. A post-TRO <laughs> scenario. That'll be ten. A... Pre-appeal uh, to the Third Circuit scenario will be 11. A post-appeal to the Third Circuit scenario will be 12. So we will be the only state where you will be required to go and get a degree in algebra, like I said, so that you could follow this process. All done by design. Absolutely. All oh, done by design. Brilliantly, I might add. Yes. It's absolutely brilliant. Yes. Fucked up, but brilliant. So listen to this. Anthony's been saying for 7,000 years there's three three tiers, right? that's right. So the uh, carry permit application is now online, 100% online. Any of you out there that are holding paper applications, rip them up. Anyone that has uh, photos, passport photos, keep them for something. You don't need them anymore. The entire process is online. You have to upload your photograph. It has to be two inches by two inches. You have to be wearing civilian attire, no hat or sunglasses. Okay, Who the it f- must be a sunglasses light. Yeah, in a passport. Phone. I'm sure people do, <laughs> and it must be a light background. That's racist. Okay, that's right. It is. You do not need notary anymore. So no more photos, no more notary. It's all digital. It's all online. If your photos don't meet the requirements, they could withdraw your application and you lose your application fee. You got to love this state. You, yeah. you have to you have to love this state. Uh, so we talk about three tiers. You ready for this? When you open the application for your carry permit, one of the first questions I'm not going to make an issue is, is are you applying as an armored car company employee, yes or no? It takes you to a different screen because armored car employees have different requirements because they have to be SORA certified, all right? Security Officers Requirements Act. They have different classes they have to take in everything. That one, pass. Here's the other two questions, Sandy. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Are you applying as a prosecutor, judge, or member of the Office of the Attorney General? Are you serious? Oh, no, no, yeah. First tier, baby. Oh my! First God. tier. 
Next one. Are you applying as a mayor or elected member of the municipal governing of municipal of a municipal governing body? Oh, You're exempt as well. Isn't that great? So for lawsuit purposes, for Supreme Court purposes, this is perfect. I'd yeah. love to thank the attorney general and the governor and the superintendent of state police to just blatantly put it on the application, yeah. showing people that we are the third tier, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. So uh, we don't get the uh, get-out-of-jail-free card. We don't get the uh, move to the, the fast lane, you know. Pad, do not pass go collect two hundred dollars or whatever we we don't have that we 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 burn so isn't that great that's just wonderful isn't that wonderful so i have a public service announcement right now for all of you out there uh if you want to contribute to the cause dan schmutter d s c h m u t t e r at hartmanwinicky.com he put this out everywhere. If you intend to apply for your permit or carry, or you have physical limitations that interfere with your ability to kneel or shoot with one hand, or the trainer you used for your permit to carry has not been told by the New Jersey State Police that your training is substantially similar to the new qualification requirement, please contact me. We're looking for plaintiffs. Well, I got to tell you, I've had so many Gun for Hire alumni come in here and step up that have physical limitations mm-hmm. and they're like, I want to be a plaintiff for this. Enough is enough already. Okay. So this is a wonderful thing that so many people are um, stepping up to volunteer. So please, if you have any physical limitations that are going to prevent you from the dis- discriminatory qualification that Anthony was the first to say last week, by the way, there's other people taking credit for it, but I was the first to say it last week that if we have to qualify to this higher level, we should not, be exempt from the sensitive places anymore. Did I not say that? Yes, absolutely. Right. But we right. actually so have because their argument too. was that we don't. Yeah, there was arguments. The 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 AG's office, Angela Kai, argued that we could not go into sensitive places because we did not train and qualify to the same standard as police officers. Well, now since well, we now have we powers argue, of arrest, yes, you can't have both. Right. Okay, they never should have posted the powers of arrest stuff. It's just because it's the ridiculous. powers that be are lazy. They just cut and pasted cut and paste. everything from the PTC yeah. guidelines. Right. The questions we're getting here at the range about power to arrest, we have people calling up and asking about what handcuffs they should carry. Oh, are you serious? You know, this is all done by design. Yeah, right. This oh is all done God. by Yeah. This is all <laughs> done by design. You know what? Before before I go any further, Let's, I'm going to jump ahead to a learning uh, segment because this is this is something that's going to happen to people, and I need everybody out there to to stand vigilant. I'm looking for the learning section. I can't find it anymore. All I see is all of this other stuff. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Learning. Okay, this is bad, guys. Private investigator faces DWI handgun charges after Manalapan crash. Okay. This gentleman got into an accident, and he had alcohol in his system, and he was carrying his gun. This is a big no-no. Absolutely. Okay. I also have another customer that had a friend that left the bar and got a flat tire, and the police stopped to assist him and smelled alcohol on his breath and saw his carry gun, concealed carry gun, and guess what? He got locked up. Yep. 
he's going to be charged with a felony now. All right. Hopefully they, these people have U.S. Law Shield or NY TAC defense. But can't the law right now says no alcohol can't be somewhere where they serve alcohol. Uh, last week, I do have a correction. I said you're going to have to draw from concealed. I was wrong. You're just going to have to draw with your holster on your belt or whatever. I was trying to. Uh, say the difference about how when you're out on the street, you're going to be carrying concealed where a police officer doesn't carry from concealed. Right. It's much easier for a police officer to draw on the street from a drop leg holster or an outside the waistband belt mounted rig, right? Right. Where you're carrying and maybe you're a little chubby and you got appendix carry or you have nine o'clock carry or whatever and you have your cover garment over it. It's going to be a lot harder to draw under stress. Yep. So, that I just want to stand corrected on that one. And it also doesn't mean that just this is to qualify, right? So you, you're, this is the training you're taking to qualify, but it doesn't mean that you should not go past that and learn how to draw from concealed carry because that's how reality is going to be for you. Correct. You know, this, is a, uh, this was from uh, Scott Bach basically uh, saying that, uh, ANGRPC has taken initial steps to overturn the New Jersey State Police training requirements that were issued. These requirements absurdly compel ordinary citizens to meet the same training requirements as members of law enforcement in order to obtain a carry permit. Requiring average citizens to meet police-level training requirements is being mandated purely to make it much harder for the average citizen to qualify to obtain a carry permit in the first place. Additionally, many of those requirements relate solely to law enforcement functions having nothing to do with the exercise of self-defense rights by average citizens. ANGRPC counsel Dan Schmutter has asked a lower federal court in the carry killer lawsuit to reopen the case to assert new claims to overturn the new training requirements. Now, there's uh, all these scenarios on my website, and you can go on the website and click all eight scenarios right now. Please read the scenarios in detail before you call my range and you call my staff and you email because, A, all of the claims on there, all eight scenarios, are based on the issue date of your carry permit. So pull your wallet or purse open and read the date your carry permit was issued. That determines, that determines what scenario you have to follow. Not the date you qualified, not the date you submitted, not the date that your uh, mom won uh, $300 in bingo. Okay? And uh, that's, that's what determines these dates. All right? Our qualifications were deemed substantially equivalent by the New Jersey State Police. There's misnomers out there that instructors are signing, re-signing forms for the police department. That is a falsehood. We're not doing any of that. We are offering a recall for people from 12-22-22 to 7-18-23. It's on there as the scenario. Please read it. I had somebody come in the other day. He said, I read your post. I want to know when I can come in and do a free recall. I spent 15 minutes of his life, my life. He didn't qualify here. <laughs> I told him, you have to contact your instructor and the range you qualified with. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, it's interesting. I was also accused of being greedy on Reddit because I'm not qualifying people for free <laughs> that qualified at other ranges. If I they qualified at other them. ranges, yeah, you I should, should be re-qualify them for free? Mm -hmm. 
So if I buy my tires at Costco and go to BJ's Wholesale Club to have them replaced, they should honor it, right? Correct. Because these people don't know how capitalism works. What happens is their mother balances their checkbook and their Christmas club. Their mom puts their $25 a week in their Christmas club. Their mom changes the litter box for their 11 cats, too. That's that's how that works. Mom, there's no more Pop-Tarts. Yes. Yeah. You bought the ones without the icing. <laughs> Down the stairs, back to the room. Uh, <laughs> Just saying. Uh, no, I'm... I, I I am saying so we we so Dan filed with Judge Bum Judge Bum who's dying to get another bite at the apple. Um, she jumped right on it. Now this week uh, we're meeting for the uh, for the uh, we're going to start mapping out the plan for how to present in a in a public square. You know, uh, yeah. to go before your towns and stuff. Uh, all the powers that be or most of them are meeting. Uh, except for Justin Marchetta, he has a, a previous engagement, but he'll meet at the next one, where we're going to do like how to go before your mayor and your council and your board of ed and everything, and talk and your police department. There is so much misinformation out there by police departments. By the way, all 525 municipalities in the state of New Jersey have received zero guidance about the new carry directive that came out on uh, seven. 1822, by the way. Well, that makes perfect sense. Not one, We're getting nonstop. Police departments are calling us up, asking us what's going on. <laughs> it makes, per- makes perfect okay? sense. I mean, it's just unbelievable what we're, what we're dealing with here. There's, and there's so much misinformation, and there's so many... Anyway, so much misdirection out there. But now listen, there's going to be a... a, a temporary restraining order we hope if judge bum sides with angrpc between now and october 1st no one's going to have to requalify if their uh if their training was from a range that was not substantially equivalent yeah you'll be okay under the old rule until the state of new jersey appeals it you know uh we'll see it all depends on uh, if the toad appeals it or not because we have the that would be platkin by the way um it because you know the the uh, the Third Circuit is going to be hearing this on October 25th on uh, the sensitive places and everything. But, uh, you know, Sun Tzu said, never interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. Yes, right? that's right. So, yes. uh, so let, them, let New Jersey continue to do what they're doing. Let all of these other states in the lower courts continue to do what they're doing. And you know what? Uh, I believe in the end, the Second or Third Circuit is going to prevail. I cross my fingers that we get the... Uh, we get the right. We get the first case, you know. This guy, Joe L., sends me this email. He goes, Dear Anthony, glad to see a motion was filed to challenge the interim interim training mess here in New Jersey. A quick Google search reveals 32 states have shooting quals attached to their CCW permits. Only Rhode Island and New Jersey go out to 25 yards. The overwhelming majority that require training don't exceed 10 yards. Some are a 15-yard uh, Max, perhaps this will be useful with the latest motion. We had, we sent this to Dan Schmutter. Thank you, Joe. Again, twenty-five yard qualification is crazy. It's to set us up to fail. Um, the drawing and shooting the speed rock drawing at the end uh, of the qualification from uh, a holster draw is done to increase liability, to increase the uh, opportunity that there's going to be accidents in ranges, to further help the anti 
the anti-gun cause, you know, from the one-yard line rep, rep and retention, begin with the support hand across the chest with hand grasping the collar of the shooter's shirt. On command, draw and fire two rounds from weapon retention position. Reholster or uncock weapon. Repeat once. Clear all weapons. That was done uh, to set up. And they want you to grab your shirt so you don't shoot your hand under stress, your support hand. This That was added to the course of fire to increase ranges and instructors' liability insurance uh, and to uh, increase the risk of accidents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that less pe- and and to stop people from qualifying, right? Saying, right. "Oh my God, right. I don't know if I can handle this. I don't train for this because no ranges are going to let you practice this." No, no, you know, no because indoor it's ranges are going to let dangerous. you practice this. Correct. So th- it was it was done on be- by design. I, I get yeah, it. Yeah. And again, there should not be mandatory training to exercise our Second Amendment right. There should be uh, extensive voluntarily training. Like mm-hmm. I trained when I was younger, when yep. I was a young man, and I can see and I can move. Right. Uh, <laughs> And breathe and kneel and and actually get up from a seated position on the ground and almost look cool. Yeah, right. (laughs) Rather than grabbing for shit. Now it looks like I'm exiting a a toilet bowl covered in grease. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I'm grasping at air. Please, no one look. I'm trying to get up off this damn floor. (laughs) Someone come help me. (laughs) Ma! (laughs) uh, So, uh, you know... Okay, let me see. Here's another one from another uh, Joe. You know, before you get into that, I think it. Uh, Go ahead. I think we, we should talk about the 25 yard, 75 feet. feet. Go, go out and measure 75 feet. I have it measured at the range, outside the range, um, for people that want to want to look at it. Want to take a look at it now. In a shooting scenario where you and the bad guy are 75 feet apart. Now, again, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm I'm trying really hard to think what scenario that would be a legal justified shoot at 75 feet. As a graduate of Lethal Force Institute, MAG uh, 40, 60, 80, 20, whatever Masada Ayub is calling it now, you're pinned in a building that's on fire and the guy is 75 feet away and he's preventing you from exiting that building because he has you covered with a gun would be a maybe to use justifiable force at wow. that point. Okay, so there really isn't many snares. And now, of course, the state's argument is going to be, well, we want you to qualify accuracy at that distance because under stress fire, your accuracy is going to collapse, you know, with a shorter distance. Mm-hmm. And I get that. But I'd rather see if there's going to be compulsory training that we hope we can get overturned eventually, it should be from about 10 yards in. So if you look at FBI uniform crime statistics, most shootings occur, seven defensive shootings, seven feet or less, mm-hmm. average shots fired is three. Right. We're not talking about gangbangers killing each other. We're talking about justifiable use right. of deadly force when, when someone's trying to mug you, attack you, or rape you. And you're, I haven't been, no one's tried to rape me in a long time, by the way. I know, uh, but. Uh, but that's what it is. Seven feet or less, the average shots fired is tree. T-R-E-E. Okay? 
Uh, did I say that right? Yeah. Yes, you did. So, so that's what everybody should be practicing on, stress fire in that situation. But no, we know what this is all about. We know this is just to make look at people. Another way where it takes months to get If you live in Montclair, it takes a year to get a FID card. It takes six months to get a carry permit. Oh. And, you, and you have to deal with the permit officers bad-mouthing me and gun for hire. So... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's okay. And, you know, there's many towns like that. Then you have towns like Clifton, which are spot on. They help everybody. They guide everybody along the way. North Arlington was really bad, and now it's good. It's a shame because these permit officers should look in the mirror and say, wow, I had a good day today. I screwed a bunch of law-abiding, tax-paying citizens trying mm-hmm. to exercise their Second Amendment right. I should be so proud of myself. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, wow, what, what happened to you? What what happened to you? We, we all live under one rule of law, supposedly, and one flag, yet you can't contain your hate and contempt for the very people that live in your town whose taxes fund your pension. And two of the things, to many of these people, and, and there are so many good cops that outweigh the bad cops, but for the bad cops, to many of the bad cops, the two things that separate them from everyone else is their badge and their gun. And they don't want to give 50% of that up. Pathetic. This is an email from a Joe. He goes, just a few thoughts generated by this latest interim requirement. They are effectively neutering anyone with a carry permit, myself included. But we know that. We seem to think alike in that. This latest interim may be ripe for some form of action. Yes, since you sent me that email, Joe, we did file a lawsuit. He goes, I'm writing to suggest that beyond supporting like thinkers regarding 2A and all the organizations fighting for us in the courts, we should start directing our objections via letters and emails directly towards A.G. Platkin and Colonel Callahan, the the superintendent of New Jersey State Police, Mm. especially the latter. I know he's appointed and works for Murphy, but he is never mentioned. These requirements use the New Jersey State Police as their benchmark standard for civilian carry, but we are not... Troopers are law enforcement. Each time the state issues something, as bad as it is, they give us direction and perhaps open a door. It's up to us to take the direction and perhaps opportunity. The interim requirements, and I'm sure the final version will be titled civilian, but they are not. In, di- in addition the, to waiting for the next lawsuit, an additional grassroots effort from all of us is in order, I think. I've compiled a small wish list of things that are aimed at giving anyone the right to defend themselves, regardless of their physical capability, financial status, or age. These are things that have bothered me for a while. Number one, fees shouldn't change. Number two, carry permits should be good for five years, not two. Yeah, well, we agree with that. Number three, penalties for minor infractions are not felonies but change to misdemeanors and don't result in loss of someone's 2A rights. Yeah, never going to happen. Number four, eliminate the pistol purchase permit process entirely. It's redundant. That's low-hanging fruit, Joe, but we have to get over the carry lawsuit, uh, the AR, the assault weapons, evil features, and the mag ban cases over September, October, November. Shooting quals, if not eliminated completely, are a one-time process and not to exceed 10 yards. Okay? 
you can carry what you legally own, but before or after you get an LTC. Well, now the state police wants you to qualify with only one gun, but you have to list on a separate form every gun you intend to carry, which is basically a quasi-firearms registration yes, that the is. state police will have now. Yes, it okay. is. Any further loophole attempts to cancel carry rights for civilians are a no-go. Did I miss anything? No, Joe, you were pretty much spot on, but it's never going to happen. He goes, the people who concocted the interim requirements are the AG and the New Jersey State Police are their designees. They are the ones that should hear from us. Unless any one of us uh, with a carry in New Jersey is going to be getting New Jersey State Police badge (laughs) (laughs) requiring civilians to meet or exceed what they do is not only unnecessary, but in direct conflict with Bruin and our 2A rights. Do Plantkin and Callahan and Murphy have email addresses? Perhaps can they, they can be posted somewhere. If anybody has their email addresses for Plantkin, Murphy, or uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the, a Callahan, send them to Anthony at Gun for Hire, and I'll definitely share them. I'll share them on the air. Uh, they probably have people that answer their emails and their screen, and they're never going to read any of them, but... Listen, we have nothing to lose, right? It's just this is all done by design, and I'm just hoping the Supreme Court is looking down at the second, the third, the fifth, the ninth, the seventh, and all of these circuits and everything that's going on and going, wow, we thought we we, we thought we handled pretty good with our Bruin decision, but we see that there's still some things we need to fix. And, you know, I believe there's a blunder by all of these uh, states that are anti-gun because they should have let sleeping dogs lie yep. uh, until there was a, a makeup change in the court with a majority of liberals in the high court. Uh, because one of these cases, hopefully next year, hopefully ours, is going to get to the Supreme Court. And New Jersey may be the state that was responsible for the seven other states losing all of their anti-gun control. Because they could be the other way around. It's usually a test ground. Hmm. I think it could be a uh, uh, quite exciting time. Mm-hmm. Again, for all of us, though, the brakes are on, and we see how slow this process moves, right? Yeah. Because right after we filed the uh, motion with the court an hour later, um, Judge Bum granted Dan's motion. I called Dan up, and I'm like, okay, how long before you know, we file briefs and stuff? Because we get a TRO. He goes, it's going to be weeks. I'm like, shit. You know, because that's not, of course, the lawyer, he told me there's no guarantee we'll get a TRO. I'm just assuming, you know, we're going to get one. But yeah, right. Because it's 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 so damning what what they're doing to us in the state of New Jersey. Imagine, you know, we're the third tier. Just imagine this in a, in a fantasy world. Imagine if the state of New Jersey focused on any other issue in this state. That needs repairing. Any any issue, mental health, drug <laughs> right, addiction, or anything. Right. If they uh, potholes, potholes, infrastructure. Yeah, right. If they yeah. focused on any other issue in unison, right, with as much effort as they do focusing on us, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, how productive they could be. Right. Yet all of their energy, all of their resources, are focused on this small group of law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. And that's why these civics classes are going to be so important. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's going to morph into a video series so it can reach the masses out there. But it's going to be so important because we need to start this fall holding people's feet to the fire from the lowest form of government and boards 
all the way up to the top. We all need to get involved. This has to stop, Sandy. Yeah. We pay taxes. We contribute. We go to work every day. Why are we forgotten? Why are we the welcome mat right. for our elected officials? Why do they hate us so much? Right. Right. You're Enough already. Right. Yes, exactly. I mean, the criminals just run rampant. They drop the gun charges. They, I have to take care of my mom and my child. Oh, you're a repeat felon. You were supposed to go to jail for five <laughs> years. We're going to let you out on probation because you, you promised you were going to be good. Right, right. Right. Gun person, law-abiding, tax-paying citizen. We're going to see if we can get them seven to ten years in state's prison and ruin their life. Right. Because that is the goal. It has to be enough already. So far, knock on wood. Since they started issuing carry permits last June in a year, have we read anything in news except a couple of knuckleheads leaving a bar with alcohol, changing their tire or getting pulled over for speeding or whatever and carrying a gun and, you know, uh, with alcohol in their system? Listen, but we haven't had any violent mistakes. We haven't had any accidental discharges. So you almost make it think they look in a room and say, all right, well, let's add this to the qualifications yeah, so we can spur on some accidents. Make it happen. Yeah, right. We need this to happen. What can we do without crossing the total line and make it look, you know, intentional, you know, so we have some plausible deniability? That's what's going on. Absolutely. That's what's going on in our, in our society here in New Jersey and so many other states. When are people going to say enough is enough? They want your kids. They want your guns. They want your freedom of speech. What else? What's next? They have all our they took all our money. Right. We vote people in to represent us and don't represent us. That's right. Everybody, last week, everybody's mad at me instead of being mad at the state and our elected officials. How did we get here? Right. I'm an activist. I testify. I vote. I, get, I have a platform. You and I, we have a platform. We get people out there. We get people energized. What are you doing other than sitting on your ass and aiming your direction, your anger at me? Yeah, right. Right? And our other people. Look in a mirror. This is from uh, Vinnie Gallo. Or is it Vinnie Callow? I'm <laughs> Vinnie Callow. Yeah. It's Vinnie Callow. I'm listening to this week's show as I'm writing this email. I can't effing believe you're getting attacked and blamed for the new training bullshit. Like you said, if someone ever complains to me about you or any other range, that would be they would be spitting chiclets. I'm so pissed over this. For all the work you have done for the past 30-plus years for the 2A community, they should be ashamed of themselves. F them all. Thanks again for everything. Keep fighting, please. Let me know if I can ever help in any way. Vinny Callow. Vinny, thank you. Listen, we, the majority of people are, are like that, all right? This one is from our friend Jess. Jess and the baby. Sandy had it spot on. This is why we lose constantly on a national level because of all of the nonsense in fighting. Conservatives are effing idiots and gun owners are imbeciles. <laughs> if the GOP would stop being so clicky and embrace everybody who wants to help, we would get a lot effing more done. Same with the gun people. Jess, Jess Sandy said it a long time ago. Everybody needs a boogeyman for fundraising. That's right. Okay? Everybody needs a boogeyman for fundraising. So, uh, not going to happen. This is what people do. So, uh, they all 
hate us. This is from my buddy Daniel Iannuzzo. Finally got a chance to listen to the show. What people don't understand right now is this country, in this country, insurance is shutting everyone down. Look at Atco Raceway in South Jersey. Our insurance company called us to tell us they want to drop us because we sell elevators. This is Dan Daniel's business. Anthony, do, do you and charge what you have to do, and the real supporters will do it and understand. We got your back like you and you like you have yours, okay? And like Mo's message, I didn't beat cancer to finally get a permit to give up. I will not go down without a fight. Proud gold member, Daniel Iannuzzo. Echo Raceway just got shut down. They couldn't afford the insurance anymore. Uh, Daniel Iannuzzo's company sells electric motors and stuff because they sell electrical motors. I told you last week, I'm not lying, my total insurance package here, it just exceeded $300,000 a year, right? This draw, we had to notify our, our insurance company that we have civilians drawing and we had to send them the course of fire. And they're going to be re-reviewing our policy now. You know our insurance is going to go up. Absolutely. Okay. For these random posters and haters out there, like I said, not Joe Carney. Joe Carney talked about how he's an instructor and he uses public ranges or, or, or pi- private ranges, but he has millions of dollars insurance. I'm talking about the fly-by-nights out there that, you know, hey, I'll do it for you, you know. Right. Uh <clears throat> So uh, those are the guys out there. We know we we have to charge a certain amount, but uh, we I, like I said, we were going to take care of our customers, and we did. When you go to gunforhire.com and you click on the uh, carry link, there's eight scenarios there. Could you imagine, Sandy, eight scenarios with more to come? No, no, no. I mean, not at all. <laughs> again, by design. People look at it, get overwhelmed, and go, nah, I'm not going to do it. Win for the anti-gun people. Oh, it's too expensive. Win for the anti-gun people, right? It's too complicated. Win. It's too hard. Win. I got to do it every two years. Win. One, 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 one for everybody. Just keep putting up the roadblocks, okay? But pay your taxes, put your head down, go to work, and shut up. That's right. Okay? That's what they want us to do. Where do we stand so far on time? We are halfway there, so let's take care of some housekeeping. I'm starting to get the vibe that we're halfway See, there. See, that's pretty good. Whew. Okay. Peter that's just Tillum. Your talking. Is yeah, what it yes. Is. Oh, yeah, it is. In uh, NYTAC Defense, nytacdefense.com. There's brochures at the range, or go to nytacdefense.com, enter gun for hire, one word, 10% off. If you live. If you live anywhere in the New York metropolitan area, any of the five boroughs, New York City, you need NYTAC defense. It's the only thing that's legal for your defense, okay, rather than paying a lawyer a twenty or $30,000 retainer, okay? Now, if you live in the other 49 states, you need U.S. Law Shield. USLawShield.com. Use gun for hire. One word for your discount. Listen up. These guys, the one who was drunk, the other one who had an accident, alcohol on his breath, carrying a gun, if they don't have a U.S. law shield, they're going to be paying a defense attorney like Knappen a $10,000 retainer to start. To start. Okay, yeah. to start. Uh, so you definitely want to make sure you're, you're protected. Uh, remember you Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino, uh, even though the gun community is pissed at him as well, too, right now. <laughs> Decoding firearms is available on Amazon, Kindle, and the Gunfire Gun. Because last week he posted, he goes, the training could have been worse. We could have been New York with uh, 16 hours classroom and 8 hours range time. So what's wrong with that? So he was called a bootlicker. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Mom, this is crunchy peanut butter. I want it smooth. I'm busy calling somebody a bootlicker right now. Um, StandStrong.biz has been blowing up. Every Sunday, we send out three new businesses, and we've been getting... I saw an email here somewhere. Here it is. So this StandStrong.biz was Field of Dreams Landscaping, Juan Dulce Desserts, and Abbott Milano Insurance Agency. I get an email from from a Tammy Santa Lucia. She wrote, Aunt, this is so great that you thought to take on this venture to support small businesses. We will take your recommendations. Your range is amazing. I took your safety course and on occasion come by and brush up on my skills. Thank you for the work you do for our second amendment that it stays intact and stand strong. God bless America. Tammy, I love that. Every Sunday we randomly pick three of the 400 or so businesses and we do a stand strong Sunday. So go to standstrong.biz. What a great idea. Yeah, you can search by zip code. Look for the businesses that are around you, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. Go in and mention that you found it on StandStrong.biz. We should be supporting each other. The left does it all the time. The left defends and supports pedophiles for the cause. That's right. Okay. Uh, the next thing is my doctor, Optimal Health and Wellness, OptimalHealthAndWellnessNJ.com, Dr. Joe Sambatero. For a few hundred dollars a month, concierge medicine. It's not for everybody, but if it's for you, you'll never go back to sitting in a waiting room. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Clubs. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club is in Carteret, New Jersey. They're looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. For more info, lakeis.org. If you are down in the Scotch Plains area, check out Zen Float Center, zenfloatcenter.com. Ask for Sharon Decker. If you're in the Monmouth County area, check out Aberdeen Guns. Ask for John. Ask for Vin. Don't ask for Vin's wife. He has her working too hard. The poor woman needs a break raising the three kids, the two boys and, and Vinny, her <laughs> husband. Uh, listen, last call for the Friends of the NRA dinner. It's getting down to the wire. Go to friendsofnra.org. Steve Churchill is running it October 5th at Biagio's in Paramus. It is going to be the shit. Uh, next week, we'll report on the D.C. Project fundraiser that happened the other night. I couldn't make it. I had a previous uh, engagement I had to go to with my wife. I hope everybody had a good time. KnifeRights.org. Go to the KnifeRights.org. Ultimate Steel. Running out of time. I think there's one week left. Uh, for as little as a $20 a donation, you could win tons and tons of good stuff. Now. I want to do learning before I read all of these letters here. I had something I think I could learn you, even though most of you are like me and you're not learnable. We're going to try. Let's see. Where is it? I can't find anything. Okay, this is from Dan Grodovic. You might want to share this point as Carrie uh, during the hot weather uh, is new to most of us. I pulled my carry firearm yesterday and dropped the mag and went to put it back in, and it wouldn't stay in. Ultimately, this was due to the mag button exhibiting some rust and getting stuck in the depressed position. Hmm. So while I know to clean my carry firearm regularly due to lint and things, I was not expecting that my heavy summer sweat was accelerating the rusting of my firearm. Suffice it to say, last night was spent removing rust and re-oiling. Further, given the heat and my propensity to sweat, 
Yes, sweat hog. I will be checking my firearm at least weekly. Maybe you mentioned this before. I may have been squirreled when I should have been paying attention, Dan G. No, I never mentioned this before, Dan. I want to thank you so much for mentioning it. But uh, somebody else posted on the New Jersey Firearm Syndicate on Facebook that they took their gun out and their gun had swamp ass. It was all sweaty, their gun in their holster. Mm. So, yeah, with this high humidity and all this sweat and everything, you know, again, take your gun at night and clear it. Put it in a safe place with a box stop. Check three times. There's no ammo in the chamber. The magazines are in the room. And you should be cleaning and oiling that gun, you know, a lot now uh, because of all this sweat. So think about Dan's scenario. The magazine release button stuck in the down position, which means if he drew his gun and did a mag change, the next mag that he inserted would have fell to the ground. And he would have had an empty gun. Yep. And under stress, he would not have known what had happened or what was going on. Okay? So, uh, very interesting scenario, Dan. I'm glad you shared that. Everybody should be checking for lint, checking for rust, checking for everything you possibly can. Again, you know, fanny packs are kind of back in again. And in this heat and humidity, it's not a bad thing to be wearing a a fanny pack. It's attached to your body, but it's not directly against your skin. You might not the way, like the way it looks, but I'll tell you what, when it's 100 degrees out and with the mm-hmm. humidity, it feels like 110, you just might want uh, to carry that. It's not easy for everybody to pull off. I mean, if your BMI is 87 and you have a fanny pack that looks like a, for a biker or something, they're not, nobody's going to believe you. Yeah. You're going to be like, what's that fat dude doing with that fanny pack? <laughs> but, you know, a small black fanny pack, especially once you get to be a certain age, you know, it kind of you kind of looks like you do it for organization, like people that have phone cases on yeah, the, on, right. on the, on the right, side right, or something like that. You know, if you were to wear a phone case and a fanny pack, I don't think anybody would assume you're carrying a gun. Right. All right. And Colonel Jeff Cooper said carrying a gun should be comforting, not comfortable. Who cares about how you look? If right. I had, if I could carry a gun in New Jersey, I would I would sport a fanny pack. Again, it would be a small compact one, and but I would sport one. Yeah, right. So, yeah, just just something for everybody to think. Man, I got so much to go over here. This is uh, from Rich M. He wrote, thank you for helping us in the fight to hold on to our Second Amendment rights. Thank you, ANJRPC, for suing New Jersey's ass over and over and again. I can't believe how New Jersey is in total, total violation of the Bruin decision. New Jersey is in complete violation of our Constitution. If we violated the Constitution, we'd be in jail. When the government infringes on our rights, there are no repercussions to them, of course. Like most of us New Jersey residents, I pay one-third of my New Jersey paycheck so that they can work against me. Out of the two-thirds of my paycheck that's left over, I pay New Jersey another $20,000 in property tax so they can work to take away my rights as well. What is New Jersey doing about criminals? Nothing. They are discouraging good, law-abiding citizens from protecting their families while turning a blind eye to criminals. I just had my mail stolen out of the mailbox at 3 a.m., all on video. I emailed the video to the cops. Do you know what the Ringwood police did? Nothing. Also, I sent the cops my flash cam video of a speeding pickup truck on the wrong side of the road passing illegally in the dark, handing them the plate number and even the perp's home address. Do you know what the cops did? Nothing. We must now be Annie Oakley and John Wick to exercise our Second Amendment rights. Do we have to shoot over our shoulder using a mirror soon? Mm -hmm. ANGRPC will 
will easily have this silly thro- training thrown in the garbage in no time. This training isn't a law. It is just an arbitrary arbitrary training opinion of the New Jersey State Police. State Police do not make laws. If we give in to any of our rights being infringed, we might as well hand over all our rights to the government. I donate to ANJRPC. I send emails to over 100 lawmakers multiple times during this fight to keep our rights. Please tell me how I can help even more in the fight to keep New Jersey from chiseling away our Second Amendment God-given rights. I love this country. I love the Constitution. But the lawlessness by our government makes me sick to my stomach. I'm going to vomit on a picture of Governor Murphy. I love it. Listen, you're doing what you can. Each one reach one. Keep introducing people to the range. Keep educating people on the Second Amendment. Keep educating people on how our, our, our rights are being taken away and the first and second tier are running us. That's all we can do. The media is not going to help us. Our government is not going to help and educate us. Why do you think the government hasn't told the 525 towns about the new requirements? Why do you think they haven't sent anything out to the people that have a carry permit? That there's been a law. They want us to get jammed up. They want us yep. to get arrested. They want that because they hate us. Yep. Okay? I get this email from a David. He goes, Anthony, we had a great time tonight. I brought my brother-in-law and nephew from Ontario from their, for their first ever shooting experience. His ninth birthday is in a few weeks. I know. I gave him a, a, a birthday target and a, a, a child's challenge coin. He goes, your staff treated him and his father like royalty. He has his challenge coin and his birthday target tucked away in his suitcase to bring home. <laughs> he was nervous at first, but he was loving it within 10 minutes. Thanks again for making it a great experience for him. One quick carry question. The flow chart, you guys, is very helpful. Do you anticipate the state police issuing some sort of document clarifying all this stuff with dates? Thanks again for all you guys do. I wrote, uh, great meeting the boy. Happy birthday. I said, the state police, don't bet on that. They don't want us to have this information. But here's the best response I got from David E. last night. This made my day. I shared it with my staff. He goes, I literally came into your gun for higher fold back in July when I qualified. Then I got the silver membership. Your range is top shelf compared to the others I went to. Your staff is great. Training classes are great. The radio show is great. I've learned so much. He goes, I'm not kissing your ass. I really mean it. You've got me donating money to places I never even heard of. (laughs) Keep up the good work. That, Joe, your email I read before from Ringwood and David, that's what you can do. Donate. Make yourself. Bring people in to shoot. He brought his, his nephew in and his brother from, from, from Canada, okay? And he turned them on uh, to shooting. Do it in New Jersey. Do it everywhere you are. Each one, reach one. That's all we can do. That's all we can do that's in our power until we start these civics classes. And we can get it. And I'm going to come out. I'm telling you right now, people are going to email me and say, Anthony, I watched your civics video. I or I came to the range and I took the civics class with Trevor and those guys or Brad and everybody else. I saw it and I'm going to be going to my town and speak next week, Tuesday at Ringwood or whatever. I'm going to show up wherever my schedule permits. I am going to show up and I want to sit in the back of the room and I want to be proud of all of you out there. We are creating these civics soldiers. I just coined that phrase. Sandy, trademark that. Hold on. <laughs> all right. I just typed it up. Ah, this is one from Vinny. Anthony, I know you're probably back from the land of the free, so good luck. I'm heading back to Florida this week for another extended stay. Maybe never return. Who knows? 
I wanted to thank you again for, uh, for what you're doing for us in New Jersey. It is unbelievable what the rulers are doing to us. But without people like you, Dan, Scott, Evan, and the rest of the crew, we'd no doubt be going down for the third time. Even though I'd be most likely voting with my feet in the next several months, I'll still be donating money to the 2A cause. Based on the last ANJRPC newsletter, it looks like a lot more donations are coming in, which is great. But I can't believe people are still critical of what you are doing and then sit on their collective asses and wait for a miracle to drop into their laps. Keeping this short, but wanted to, again, express my appreciation to all before I head to Florida where I can carry without having to qualify by standing on my head, drawing my firearm and shooting between my upstretched legs while reciting the Communist Manifesto. (laughs) Anyway, you have my cell phone number, so feel free to call me the next time you were down, and we can meet halfway, and I'll buy you and Tracy lunch. Thank you, brother, and God bless. Vinny. Vinny, thank you so much for your support. Yeah, you get it, Vinny. It's the people that don't get it, you know? So this is another one about the training requirements by uh, from Sal M. He wrote, Anthony, I heard you talking about the new training requirements on your last show and decided to look them up. Here's my take. Phase two, three rounds, five seconds. Phase four, two rounds, three seconds, blah, 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 blah. He goes, this training trains individuals to shoot as soon as they clear their holster. Terrible training scar. Excellent for competition. Gunfights are competitions. However... There have been examples of perps deciding to stop their evil intent once the victim pulls out their gun. Two takeaways. I love this angle, by the way, Sal. Number one, inexperienced shooters snatching their gun out of their holster as fast as they can during qualification and having an unattended discharge. Not good under any circumstances, especially if you appendix carry. Scenario two, someone pulls out their gun in a defensive situation and shoots the perp. Perp sees the gun, decides to put their hands up, then is shot. It's all caught on video, of course, because Citizen was trained to shoot as quickly as they cleared the holster, okay, training scar. Speed shoot training requirement does not allow to time to evaluate, only to react. Fine if you're law enforcement, but not if you're an armed citizen about to be prosecuted for an unjustified self-defensive shooting. Sanding strong with you, Sal M. Sandy, is that not a great angle Sal Broad brings up? Absolutely. So we're, we're, we're burning in people's brains. To clear leather, boom, boom, and fire two shots. No questions asked. Right. Okay? Not drawing and drawing down on somebody in a defensive position and saying, don't move, put the gun right. down, blah, blah, blah. I got a gun. I'll use it or whatever. He's absolutely right. Terrible training scar. Again, all done on purpose. Yep. All done on purpose. Sandy, this is a great one. I walked past uh, this gentleman and he's getting ready to purchase my book, and he's wearing a CNJFO shirt. And, you know, me, support those who support you. Another reason why all the other people in the gun community that make money off of uh, guns, ammo, and training that don't support or stick their neck out for the 2A cause like me is reason why they hate me, right? This is a great reason why they hate me. So this gentleman was walking by and uh, buying my book, and I said, CNJFO, never heard of them. <laughs> and he starts laughing. He goes, hi, my name's Noel. I said, you're buying my book, Noel? I said, yeah. He said, yeah. I said, give me it. I said, how do I spell it? N-O-E-L, yep. So I write, Noel, stands strong. I give him the book. I said, no charge. He goes, no, 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 I want to pay for it. I said, no, you know what you're going to do? You're going to go and uh, donate $20 to CNJFO, and in the note, you're going to write, tell Rosie Anthony said, kiss my ass. 
Okay, <laughs> my book is twenty bucks. I'm paying it forward, right? He starts laughing his ass off. So he writes me this email. I had never seen this gentleman before. He goes, "Dear Mister Calandro, my name's Noel from Edison." I was there this past Thursday buying ammo at your store. The man helping me was very patient and went through all the laws of what I can carry in my gun and what I can't. I'm sorry I forgot his name. He's a tall man with a bald head. Also, it was a pleasure meeting you, and I just want to give a special thank you to you, Mr. Calandro, for giving me a free signed copy of my book. Ah, but it wasn't free, Noel. You have to donate $20 to CNJFO and tell Rosie to kiss my ass, right? (laughs) He goes, although it might seem like a small gesture to you, to me, it was a huge deal. I left with a smile on my face and felt like I had made a new friend. Gun people really are the best people. Thank you so much, Mr. Colangelo, and thank your tall, bald man for being patient and helping me buy the right ammo. P.S. I sent Rosie the message. <laughs> God bless Noel, Noel. So he donated the money. Noel R. He donated the money, and uh, under my name, Rosie kissed my ass. Rosie, let me know when you get the kiss my ass thing. I want to read it or post a, <laughs> write an article about it. This is one of the reasons why, Noel, why so many people in the gun industry hate me. Because they ain't me. (laughs) Because they're not walking around, walking the walk, talking the talk, and doing what I do. In the 2A community and boots on the ground in the range. That's right. And welcoming everybody, okay? They get their customers come in wearing gun for hire shirts or stickers or muzzle direction stickers. Or their customers come in and say, oh, I want the gun for hire. And Anthony says this. It must burn them. I get it. It it must burn. It It must burn them. But this is 32 years of my life. That's right. Okay? And I love what I do, and my people support me so well here. You know, you're only as good as your people. I have, like I said before, 140 people. I love when people, like the the tall, bald guy he's talking about, right? I'm going to go find out who that is, and I'm going to thank him. But this is what all of you have to do. Instead of focusing your anger and your hate on me, other gun store and gun range owners, step up your game. Okay, and for the other people online, the Reddit people or whatever, it's it's the again all the ones that if if you use your real name, I take your comment seriously. The the fake screen names, whatever, whatever. You know, if you're male, you need to pump go go for some testosterone throne therapy, like a hundred milliliters a day or something. Okay. <laughs> Ah, another letter. I got so many that came in. This is from Manny. Manny says, hold on. Oh, my God, I just expanded it. I can't see it. I just shrunk it. I can't see it. Sandy, I need help. Where's my IT guy? Scott. (laughs) Steven. Hi. Anthony, I just want to say I love the show, 635, because it touched a few issues I'm going through at home. I have a Glock 19, Gen 5, Mossberg 590, Shockwave. And a black face semi-auto 12-gauge shotgun. Black aces, sorry. Also, I am a CCW permit holder. My wife and kids, which are the ages 23 and 33, uh, which still with me are anti-gun and believe there is no need for me to have guns because we live in a good neighborhood. (laughs) Liberals to a T wrote. It's such a misnomer. People believe they live in a good neighborhood. That's where criminals go. Yeah. I don't want to rob a poor person's house. <laughs> exactly. No shit there to tell. Seriously, they got the same shit I have. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> they also say I'm paranoid because I am always aware of my surroundings, looking over my shoulder, especially when I go to a restaurant, that I would never turn my back to the door. It's not paranoid, Manny. It's a heightened state of awareness. Right. Not to mention, when I started reading your book, they went crazy saying they are scared and concerned to what I am becoming. That's because you're a sheepdog, Manny. Yeah. And they're sheep, and they can't help it, okay? 
My wife and kids are afraid that uh, I do harm to them because I have guns. What? I'm not grumpy and I don't like arguing. We have lots of arguments about it. My son loves, loves knives and he's a collector. My daughter and son also have bows. They're into archery. From the first day I had shot my guns, in, uh, 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 I have my guns. I locked them in a gun case, which I use when I go to the range. My handgun sleeps on my night table, locked in a Voltec safe, and my shotguns are uh, and my shotguns are now locked up in a stand-up gun safe along with ammo, which I bought to see if I could fix the problem. But to no avail. It's gotten to the point that they even call me names. Okay, uh, he's Dominican, and they call him a hillbilly and a racist. His family because he has guns. Okay, he goes. Seven of my close friends live in better neighborhoods than me, and all of them are gun owners. To which their wives are also gun owners. I'm against the wall because though yes, we live in a good neighborhood. That's what they're they're using to have. You know, they say, and I shouldn't have a gun. Training is essential, so I wait until everyone is out of the house and do drills and dry fire in the basement. But God knows, hoping something will ever happen, okay? He goes, sorry for the long email, but I needed to vent. And thank you for what you do for us 2A law-abiding citizens. Manny, Manny, you're not the only one that's outnumbered. Yeah, just, you're uh, right. you, if you If you see you can't win them over, then just lay as low as possible with it. Yeah, just keep you know, doing what you're doing. Yeah, do what you do and find other people that you can share it with and mm-hmm. other people you can bring to the range. It's 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 not it's not for everybody, man. Uh uh, but you can try to win them over a uh, little at a time, uh, you know, uh, working on them. Like when there's crime in your neighborhood, you could drop your wife a note and say, look, hon, look at that. Only two blocks away. Their house was broken into. You know, look, hon, only blah, 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 blah. This happened. Like, you know, you got to plant the seed a little bit. Uh, Manny, the excuse I use all the time, too, is uh, the tact. On a weekday, tell your wife when you're in the car, if you're passing the range, tell her you need to come in and pick something up from the store. And just have her come in, not to shoot guns, but let her see the diversity. Let her see the women. Let her see the cleanliness. Take her to drink a big iced tea or something and then bring her here so she'll have to pee and she can see how clean and spotless my bathrooms are. And maybe it'll help break that narrative that you're not a hillbilly or a a Dominican white supremacist or whatever. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Manny, as someone who's uh, been all around the world, as a Dominican, do you wear socks with your sneakers? Inquiring minds want to know. Sandy doesn't get that. If you respond to me in an email, uh, Manny, I'll, I'll, um, I'll cover it in a future show. I totally don't get that. You're, and I don't want you to get it right no. now. You're going to have to look it up someday. Sandy, you know where our leagues are back. Oh, um, that's yeah, great. Um, and if you're trying to log on to Qual's and you're seeing they're sold out, by the way, our Qual's is an all-inclusive Qual now. If you're qualifying for the first time, it's going to be a short holster draw evaluation. Then it's going to be the qualification. Then it's going to be use of force all in one day, all in one module, okay? Um, and you can register for them online. They all have tickets. If you see tickets are sold out, Tony and Matt and Phoebe, they're adding tickets daily, okay? Uh, I have a lot of instructors, so we have to get all their instru- all their, uh, their schedules. It's like herding cats sometimes. But our leagues are back. Starting Tuesday, September 26th to November 21st is going to be the 22 Fun League. We supply it all, all, everything, okay? The guns, the ammo, everything. Um, and it's really cool. You're going to shoot 30 yards of ammo on each match. We provide the rifles, ammo, iron ear protection, and targets. Your target is brought in and scored. That's it. 
At the end of the matches, we will have an awards drawing and prizes for several categories, including the top winners, fun for the whole family, and a great way to introduce your child to consistent shooting. It, it's a whopping, I think it's I, I think it's 30 bucks. I'm not sure. They didn't put the price. They're fired. But uh, here's the deal. It's from 8 years old to 108. If you're over 108, you don't have to pay the entry fee. How gracious am I? That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. And, yeah. and back this fall, uh, September 7th, the Glock Shooting Sports Glock League starts again. Three scheduled matches. You would need to attend two out of three to be entered to win. You will shoot 50 rounds of ammo at each match. You must bring your own Glock and ammo to the matches. At the end of the three matches, you will, or we will have a raffle and a drawing and around, announce the top shot winners. This is a wonderful thing. You have to get into it. And please make sure you listen to the Gun Lawyer podcast. Um, Evan has been going into detail with the new John Wick uh, carry training man mandates, uh, pouring over it hours, hours, and hours. So uh, another good resource. I'm not a lawyer, nor do I attest to be. I get yelled at by the lawyers all the time because I'm not supposed to give this advice or say that or say this, and I apologize. I'm just trying to give my tact. What happens here, we get this massive amount of questions and people coming in and uh, – you know, wanting information. So we try to build our website to answer all of those questions. The problem is people don't read. You know what I mean? They just look yeah. at the first couple of sentences right. and then they're like, well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't get time to read the whole thing. Can you spend two hours of your time explaining it to me? And we're doing the best we can. My staff has been nonstop since July 18th when this new directive in-room training came out. And we know... We're, uh, we're trying to help everybody. We even put on our website, if you qualified at another range, this is what you do as part of the eight scenarios. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because we want to like, like be helpful to everyone. You know, I'm, I don't have my blinders on and it's only gun for hired people. We want everybody to be able to look at the information and share the information and let people see how stupid and how tedious and how overbearing and overwhelming and unconstitutional all of this crap is for us. That's that's really, really my goal here. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we have a, a ton of uh, of new classes and, uh, you know, we have private instruction Monday through Thursdays. You can sign up for a time slot on the website with any one of our phenomenal instructors. Uh, August 8th, Sandy, we have CPR and AED again. Nice. Good. Yes. August 9th, we have a hemorrhage control class, which is a phenomenal class. Yeah. August 13th, we have another Atenzia Kali class. Wow. The that whole family is welcome from 13 years old up. Yeah. And uh, August 12th and 19th, Chuck and Luann will be back with the NRA basic wow. instructor training. It's getting better. And the NRA pistol training. Yeah, we just, uh, we... Uh, you know, all the classes. Now, of course, we have our basics, pistols. We have our holster draw and drawing from concealment and all of our urban classes and everything. And contrary, it, you're, we're not requiring holster draw, basic pistol to take our qualification class. Our qualification class is all inclusive. And uh, Tony and the team have been kicking ass uh, with everybody, keeping it safe and uh, keeping it, uh, you know, ahead of everybody else. I'm so proud of my my entire team here. And it's one of the reasons why there's so much haterade out there. And it's okay. But they got to remember, uh, it's hard to keep up with me and my team because we're 24-7. You know what yeah, I mean? This right. isn't a hobby right. for yeah, me. You're right. this, this is my life. Uh, yeah. I started as a Second Amendment act activist, morphed to becoming someone who helped people 
to improve their shooting after I started competing in the 80s and 90s. And then I became a Second Amendment advocate and activist before I became a capitalist gun owner, range owner, uh, instructor, et cetera, et cetera. So it's been a, a lifelong passion, and it's morphed into that. It's not where I said, you know, oh, look at that. Gun is really busy. I'm going to build a range right near them and uh, get some of their foot traffic and steal their business. That's not how I started. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's not how I started. And, you know, I, I get it. that It's a sincerest form of flattery that they, as soon as we post information, it gets copied. The problem I have with a lot of these people, when you copy my stuff, we purposely put out. well. We purposely put typos in there. Oh yeah, and, it and you copy typos? a typo and all, and then I send them an email. Could you just at least remove the typo? Yeah, right. I told you that one place that all the way down in uh, the guy was in Delaware and he was doing quals in South Jersey, and I'm like, it, whatever the name of his class was, you know, he took it our gun for hire out, the lengthy one, and put his class. But then further down, like two or three paragraphs, we were like, you know, you do not need to do this at GFH. You do not need to do that at oh, GFH. No he didn't change those. <laughs> so I emailed him it, and like 15 minutes later, I get a response. So sorry, an underling did that. I'm going to take, yeah, 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 your ass. Yeah, you're a one-man yeah. show. Right. If you're good, listen, read our curriculum and rewrite it. Right. <laughs> Why do you just have to cut? Hey, listen, if you're so lazy to cut and paste it, what kind of outfit do you run? Right. You know, I get it. I get it. But uh, that's it. It's tough, but the lawsuits are coming. I believe, uh, again, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not Dan. I'm not Evan. I'm not Scott. But we have a great team. And between the Third Circuit and the Second Circuit, I'm going full circuit circle when I open. I believe there's. Uh, I believe next year is going to be it for us. I believe it's going to be the point where New Jersey, Platkin and Murphy, as they're winding down in their terms in New Jersey, they're going to get spanked and they're going to get blamed for the reason why all the other anti-gun states are going to lose all of this shit they've been doing to us because they bit off more than they can chew. They should have just let sleeping dogs lie until there was a makeup change in the court. Hopefully not in my lifetime, but that's what they should have done. But in their hubris of constantly taking our civil rights and God-given rights away, I believe they bit off more than they can chew. Do you, do you agree with me, Sandy? Absolutely. Just got greedy. Yep. So keep donating to the five families, FPC and FPC, SAF, CNJFO, NJ2AS, obviously ANGRPC and NRA. Uh, you got to donate to the, the causes. You got to make yourself vocal. Uh, volunteer to be a plaintiff, please. Uh, we need people. You know, I had somebody in a wheelchair the other day. I said, are you going to be a plaintiff? He goes, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, what's holding you back? Well, I don't know what it tells. I'm like, you so I pulled him aside. I'm like, this is this is the problem. This is the problem. They're 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 discriminating directly on you, and you're wavering on whether you should be a plaintiff. Right. Step up or step out. Yeah. Don't complain. Yeah. Put your gun away and go do something. Go buy a uh, an archery set. Correct. Or an etch a sketch. Or an etch a sketch. That's all I got this week. With that, you've done it again, it looks like. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a kind of thick media production. The music news in this podcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host and author, <clears throat> Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which he sort of touched on this week. Mom, do we have peanut brittle upstairs? <laughs> it's still available wherever good books are sold and at the gun shop bookshop gun range known as Gun for Hire, where, you know, they do this part-time from time to time. And, you know, 
when they get around to it. Get a, Hold on, Mom. Kick, I'm busy beating pie. people up on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> we got to shut him up. We love you guys. <laughs> From the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful Gulf Shores of Alabama, we do love you guys. We will see you again. God willing, Jesus, Harry's in the batteries. Hold out next week. Mom, too much starch in my underwear. <laughs>